hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. And I owe you an explanation. So I'm going to get right after that. Uh, I have been out of the office the last few days, and so was unable to record. And it all began uh, when I went to, I'm part of a, a rotary club in, in my local town. Uh, and I went to this, this Ryla deal and I love kids, love working with kids and a bunch of teenagers in a location. It's, you know, it's wild and crazy in terms of cleanliness. And so I ended up getting sick. Uh, you know, I think it was kind of a, I don't know, a severe cold kind of a thing. It was, it was really odd and kind of knocked me down for about two days, turned into sinuses. And here I am coming back already. So <clears throat> all is good. Uh, you might hear me you know, clear my throat a little bit more, sniff a little bit today, uh, but it's time to get back after it because you know what? It's got to happen. It's just got to happen. So <clears throat> that's what's been going on. And with that, I want to get into uh, a little bit about what went down because, you know, as a therapist, I look for these opportunities to learn, grow, and, and you know, see what's going on in the world wherever I can. And so I'm going to do that. But before I do, I would be a little bit out of line if I didn't give a little shout out to all my brothers and sisters in the Marine Corps. Oorah! Uh, you know, look, I, I served 95 to 2001 and, you know, every year, 10 November, uh, I just, you know, I get that little itch, a little funny story. I'll give you, I, I don't really talk too much about the the time I spent in the Marine Corps, but I'll give you a little tiny background, a little funny factoid for you here. In the first two years that I was in the Marine Corps, I was the youngest Marine at my birthday ball, both times. I was, I, I went in the day, the very day that I turned 17, I signed the papers and I left a few months after that. And so, you know, my first year, my first birthday ball, I was, I had just turned 18 and at my second, I had just turned 19. So, uh, I, my birthday's in July and we're talking, you know, just a few months later we run into 10 November. So it was, uh, it was kind of interesting. The, the first year, funny story, the, they, they, they take the oldest and the youngest and they put them together to cut the cake. It's kind of a thing. And so the first year, I uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And so the old man was, was showing me what to do. The second year, the, uh, the, the old man was a different old man. Uh, and, the the old man was was saying so we're gonna do this we're gonna do that i i got you i'll take care of you and and then he's like you don't have any questions how come you don't have any questions and i i looked at him and said well i got to do this last year he's like what you know how old are you and did the whole you know the marine devil dog thing of like geez you're just oh i i got hair on my butt crack that's older than you kind of stuff anyway uh it's so you know i got to do it twice it's kind of a fun little story all right 
there you go. Got my got my important stuff out there. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about what I was observing at this this Ryla that we did. It's this Rotary Youth Leadership thing. I got to I got to observe a whole bunch of teenagers that had been taken. They've been plucked out of their normal habitat and put in this uh, slightly unusual habitat with us. And mostly I was there to observe. I did some participating because, you know, it's my background and stuff, but mostly I was observing. I was watching how the whole thing went down. Like, what did, what did I need to learn? What did I need to, uh, you know, observe so that next year I can maybe be a more significant part of it. And it was super fun. Yeah, you know, I love I love an opportunity to get get my hands dirty, uh, play a little frisbee with a glow in the dark frisbee. That was pretty epic. Um, you know, there was a lot of really neat opportunities. But I'm, my takeaways, and this is important. This is really what I want to drop today and move on. What I really want you to hear from me today is our future is fine, folks. Our future is fine. I met with a bunch of teenagers from a bunch of different locations. They came together. Is it perfect? No. Oh my gosh. No, it's, is it going to be, are there going to be disasters that we're going to have to avoid? Yes, we are going to have to avoid some disasters and we will, we will because they, they want it. I saw hope. I saw hope for our future, folks. (laughs) And that's not always easy to see when you see the news or read the stuff or go on social media. It's not always easy to see the hope. But I met some really awesome high school kids that are going to go out there and be a significant part of this world. And I walked away thinking, we're going to be okay. We've got, we've got the future. It's, it's coming. It's coming. They, they're hungry to, to take it and do right with it. There was kindness. There was, uh, you know, there was obviously some dysfunction, but nothing that percolated to a level of problem. So, what what i what i think is needed um i'm going to speak to the 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 grown-ups for a moment all right you who are 30 plus in this world right now you've got to get your arms around a teenager you got to do it they need you and unfortunately they don't have enough access to you Get your arms around a teenager. That's number one. Number two, listen to them. Hear them. They're not so different than you were 15 years ago. They're just not 20 years ago. They're not. They got struggles in their family. They got struggles with their friends. They got things that are cool and exciting that really motivate them. Listen to them. We have to bridge that gap. 
That is the most important thing you can do. Get your arms around a young person and be available to hear them. They'll tell you what they need. Then, don't let go. Make sure they know how to track you down. It's not hard in this world to track people down, but you got to make sure they know they can and they won't. But make sure they know they can. And when that second or third chance encounter happens, then they will. Get your get your get yourself out there, make yourself available. And then stay available. Look, you don't have to break the bank. You don't have to donate all your time. You're talking little snippets. Our deal was uh, Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. So what is that? Saturday? Two, 48 hours, basically. 48 hours. You're like, oh, I've got children. I don't have time. You don't have time not to. Because someday somebody's going to put their arm around your kid and provide something you can't. You don't have time not to. You want to make a difference? Make yourself available to a young person. Become a mentor. It's not that time consuming. Show up. That's it. Do that. You're like, well, if I don't have any kids, what am I supposed to do? The same thing. Please. Matter of fact, I hear this all the time uh, in coaching because I, you know, those of you who know me well, you know, I, I've coached uh, sports and uh, recently I've been doing uh, refereeing for, for soccer. And people say, well, if you don't have a kid on the team, why would you coach a team? Are you kidding me? You should, mm, that drives me nuts. Okay, so there's a couple of reasons that drives me nuts. Number one, because our culture is so stupid that people believe that if you don't have a kid on the team, you're some kind of like pedophile or some crap. It's just not the case. Maybe you just love the game. So go share it with other people who are learning to love the game. Don't buy into this stupidity that our culture preaches that if you don't have a, a kid on the team, you're some kind of creep. Maybe you just love the game. There are several games that I just love. Why wouldn't I want to be around that and share that and hand that off to somebody else who can share that and hand that off to somebody else who could share that and hand that off to somebody else and so on and so on. We have to bridge these gaps. How about this? Maybe coaching is a little bit more intimate, right? Great. Okay, fine. Referee then. Umpire. Do your part. 
if you love the game, if you know the game, do your part. Now, I got out of coaching, not because I want to be out of coaching necessarily, but because I was coaching a girls team. My kid was on the team. Would I keep that going when my daughter is no longer on the team? With the current state of our culture, probably not a wise idea for me. I got a lot to lose if somebody were to make some kind of false allegation. But could I coach a boys team? Heck yeah. Heck to the stinking yeah, I could. I've enjoyed referee, so I just go with referee. It's, it's much easier for me too in terms of my schedule. So, you know, find your niche, be around the young people, play, be childlike, not childish, and hand off the things that you're passionate about. If you can act, be in a theater. Every local town that you're, you know, they've got theaters. Go be part of a theater. You good at art? Create art. Go to an art show. Go to a flea market. Sell your stuff. You don't make much? So what? You interact with other artists. That's the point. The next generation, I'm super hopeful, in part because I saw them and they want it. And in part because I watched a team of adults Honest to goodness, this was this was a strange team of adults, like odd ducks. No offense if you're one of them and you're listening to my podcast, but seriously, strange, some strange people. Not bad people, just strange people like you. And they just came together and they united in order to provide something of substance to the teens. And if adults can come together and do that for two days, shoot, there's still hope. Bridge the gaps. Find others who want to bridge the gaps. Then do it together. I don't know that, uh, you know, what the future's going to bring. I just don't, neither do you. But I left with a lot of hope from the weekend. I'm trying to convey that to you right now. And I'm trying to tell you what you can do. Now I want to talk to the teenagers, the young people, like maybe even to the early 20s. There are a lot of older people like me in this world. And we want to help you. I saw that. We want to help you. And just like you, thinking you don't know what to do, we're no different. If there is an older person that catches your attention and you think to yourself, even for a moment, wow. I'd really like to know them better. Go tell them. I know that that kind of courage seems like it's too much to ask. 
But if you do, I'm telling you nine times out of 10 or more, you will not be disappointed. It's reminded me of this other thing I did. I did this uh, this little miniature group. I've got somebody in my uh, church community who is uh, striving for their uh, doctoral degree. And they did this little group. And uh, it was pretty exciting. I got to be part of it. And in that group, I listened to young people talk about Wanting grandpa, grandma, mom, dad, figures in their life and not having them. And I got to thinking the same thing I just said. You do have them. They're all around you. You just have to have courage. To have a conversation with somebody who catches your attention and is an older person that might fit that role, they'll never replace them. But I had surrogates. My mom and dad were not there for me growing up most of the time. And I had surrogates. They're not always going to find you. Sometimes you got to find them. And if you haven't yet, this is a call out to you, young people. Ask. The answer just might be yes. And if it's no, you can take it. You're stronger than you know. Ask. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to hear about my week. Next week, I hope to get back on track. I really do. We'll see. I'm pretty far. I fell behind this week. I will do my best to get back on track and get you three episodes again. Because I know for some of you out there, you look forward to these. I appreciate you joining us. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com. Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much. <laughs>